Black Media presents Occupy Me, a science fictional podcast series. Episode one, Roxanne met an alien. My name is Roxanne Theron. I am, or was, a grad student in psychology at San Francisco State University. Although it's possible that was just a means to an end of being a stand-up comic with super perceptive material, I don't know if I'm going to end up as a psychologist. Is that even what people call themselves? This is ridiculous that I don't know. Anyway, enough about my psychotic pursuits, psychology pursuits. The point is, I chose a degree program where I could interview a lot of interesting people. I'm lucky enough to have access to interesting people, and I'm interested in what they're thinking. Maybe because I never know what people are really thinking. This story is mainly about my first contact with aliens, what I should say is extraterrestrial, but Aliens is a cooler movie than E.T. I think we could mostly agree. Sigourney Weaver is the source. But I digress. This story involves alien life forms, impossible cyborg technology, and also superheroes. As I say that, I realize it sounds more like a comic book than a psychology study, but I'm reporting these encounters as matter of fact, which incidentally came up in the course of talking to interesting people. My main interest was not so much the existence of aliens and superheroes. I mean, it's the 21st century, yo. I'm more interested in what people think about such things existing. The story starts with two old friends of mine. They're so old, they're almost ex-friends. They're the kind of friends that I know if I ran into them again, we'd probably fall right back into being friends. But as I said, I never know what people are really thinking. The first person I want to introduce you to is my previous friend, Cyrus. Goes by Cy, like the noise you make when you're exasperated. He's been working in content screening for a video on demand platform. Reject. Reject. Pass. Reject. 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 Pass. 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 Reject. Lay Pass. down in traffic. Pass. Review. Well, mildly racist, but protected. Ooh, really racist. Review. Jump off pier. Pass. Reject. Hello. Hello. Uh, who are you? My name is Dot. Hi. Are you speaking inside my head? Yes. Hi, how are you today? Apparently not well from a mental standpoint. I'm not even talking out loud, am I? Yes, you are not. I'm in the area of your frontal lobe, called Broca's area, that composes sentences before you speak them. I'm not in the part of your brain that thinks thoughts and forms memories. Cool. I will not intrude further into your brain without permission. I hope you can help me. My body can't survive on your planet. The air, the water would be poison for me. So I would like to occupy your body. Is that as awesome as it sounds, or...? I don't know. Is it? Sorry, my English is not good, but I am a fast learner. It's okay. Your English is pretty good, and I may be having a schizophrenic break, so who am I to say? Um, why do you sound Australian? 
I have watched over 3,000 episodes of Neighbours, the most popular soap opera in Australia. I'm a student. I have an important research directive. I will only complete it if I can move around in your environment. What is the directive? Because so far, I am totally with this. There is an object from my world I believe is somewhere on your planet. I believe you may have seen it. It's a very powerful object made by a mad scientist a long time ago. The problem is, there's someone else who wants the object. And if he finds it, it's a very big problem. Sidebar, what's my social security number? I don't know. Okay, but I do, so that's good. I don't know anything about you if you don't tell me. Okay, here's where I'm at, Dorothy. Uh, sorry, Dot? I like Dot. I don't know if I'm handling this well. I have so many questions, and honestly, I used to be cooler. You're the first person I've talked to today. The first alien I've talked to ever. Oh my god! Everything is going to be okay. Oh man, the world's gonna end, isn't it? Yes, but I would also like to say, the world ending is not the end of the world. Let me rephrase. I've seen several worlds end. Sometimes by orbital kinetic weapons. Not nice. Sometimes the world ends by civil war. Or by ecological accident. Are we talking more than five worlds? You've seen this? Is ten more than several? I apologize. More than twenty worlds. But what I mean is, sometimes the world ends because the populace discovers something that changes everything they know. So the way they were living effectively ends. They transform. They build out. They invent interstellar travel. That also happens. Goofy gumdrops. I've come a long way to learn about you and learn from you, so I will try my best to make sure you are not annihilated. Sounds like a plan. Who else is trying to get this gadget, if I may ask? My ex-boyfriend. He's a really obnoxious person. All right. Cool. Cool? Cool, as in, okay, yes, for now. Cool. I'm gonna clock out get some ramen, and see if I suddenly wake up. At the moment this happened, I was far away from Sai. I hadn't seen him in about three years. Now, I want to introduce you to my other previous friend, Christina. Well, we've got apple teenies, blueberry teenies, clean martinis, dirty teenies, kiwi teeny, mango teeny, peach martini, tomato teeny. That's my favorite. The vanilla cinnamon martini? The who gives a fuck martini? Yes, we've got every goddamn martini. And so, I sing this song to remind myself of all the martinis on the menu. Miguel, I'll go take my break now, yeah? Don't get captured. Do I ever. I, uh, is someone here? I feel weird. I'm here. What? I am Todd. What the fuck is happening? I have an important mission that you must do. I have an important self-care medication I must take. No. I'm going to find a generator. I'm going to live my dream. Fuck the haters. Nothing's going to stop me. I have to have only positive people in my life. Fuck negative people. 
that reminds me of a meme I shared today. Wait, who are you? Why are you talking in my head? You have seen the generator. I'm here to find the generator. I will use your body. Okay, self-destructive side of my own brain. That is not going to happen. I'm a big deal. I'm like a ruler of the Ninth Sea on planet seven times the size of yours. Cool story, bro. But I think you're actually a projection that I'm making up. I can take you away from this place. That sounds like me talking. It is you talking. I have a dream. I will rule this planet. Okay, to nitpick, we don't actually have planet rulers. I will rule this island. I assume you mean North America? Also, not really a precedent for that. I like the enthusiasm, though. I'll rule the city. See, that's doable. And, but, hmm. You are a voice from my imagination? Take your time, it's a trick question. Yes. I am the voice of your dreams. Rad. I love my dreams. So tell me more about this generator. But more on that later. On this truly interesting day, I also had a conversation about aliens. Annika Rush is the most famous person in my contact list. She is super rich and kind of a self-obsessed con artist. Lately, Annika has been very present in the Bay Area tech startup scene. She's invested in 17 companies that have all failed, usually by trumpeting a product or service that doesn't work and then mysteriously folding in a swirl of disappearing capital. I was surprised she accepted my request for an interview. Ever since that one time, I served her tapenade on perfectly crisp toast. She's always kind of liked me. I'm not sure I know why. There are aliens among us who want to bring down my family. Who? Specifically? My father. Myself. My husband. You consider yourself a target of an alien um, campaign. Can you imagine why? Because, I, I don't know. Jealousy, maybe? <laughs> We've done nothing. Nothing. Did you know that while most people use jealousy and envy interchangeably, they usually mean envy? Hmm, many people are both jealous and envious of me. Probably true, because you have a lot of stuff. <sighs> what else are you working on? We're working with a video game designer on an app I can't talk about much right now, but it's going to be spectacular. We all can't wait for that app. Sometimes I think I'm cursed with vision, like Cassandra. Oh, I'm afraid of what's going to happen next. Wait, don't print that. What is going to happen? Annika. Everything you know is going to change. Was that me? I think it's me. You were saying? The aliens are posting on our internet. They speak English like normal humans, but they have cues which give them away. They always write in multiples of seven. I think they have seven fingers. 
They use certain words more than others. And then she went on and on. The double-edged trick to talking with Annika, she doesn't really listen to anything other people say. She'll get going on her persecution complex, and as long as you appear to be focused on her and offer her little affirmations, she doesn't notice if you check your phone, do email stuff, order a pizza, or whatever, because she thinks you're just writing down every amazing word that she says. I took the moment to read a surprising and rather long text from Sai. Hi, Roxanne. How are you? It's been a minute, and I'm sorry about how I acted at our last shift. I was feeling a bunch of ways and something broke. Anyways, I'm not even sure how you feel about it. I thought I should ask, at the risk of being nosy. Also, and right now, I think this will always be true. You're the first one I want to tell whenever something interesting happens. Wow. Right? Their tactics are amazing and terrible. No one is safe. Especially me. Oh, shit. Did not mean to press send. What have you done? <laughs> I, uh, sent a draft of a text message I started three years ago. Didn't even know you could do that. I started writing it, never sent it. Haven't communicated with her in three years, and yet, the draft was still on my phone. Oh, is that funny? It's hilarious. Whom did you send the message to? Roxanne. We had a kind of falling out, but, uh... She's the one I want to run and tell when something interesting happens. I see. And so? Well, nothing extremely interesting's happened to me in the last three years. Ah. Uh. Until right now. I mean, this is pretty interesting. I am glad. That person is very important. The run and tell person. Uh, we have a word for it. Yeah, I uh, don't quite want to keep talking about it right now. When I get to know you better, I'm done eating. I liked the soup very much. Yeah, that's still weird. Sea vegetation and salts and pig flavor. Very interesting. We call it pork when we're eating pig because we're total jerks to every kind of animal. Anyway, let's go for a walk. Ooh, a walk. If you're going to literally occupy my body, I'd like to know about you. Is that fair? Especially because you come from another world, so I assume you know lots of incredible things. That is a fair trade. What kind of surface does your planet have? Surface? Is it desert? Snow? Jungle planet. Uh, see, in art, science fiction, we imagine alien planets are all monoclimates. The whole planet is all forest, or all swamp, or all snow. I see, I see. Water. Our planet is only water. Whoa. We are like, what would you say? Fish. No one walks. Everyone swims. No one talks. Everyone thinks. That is amazing. So, we think feet are very amazing. Your feet. How you walk on the hard surface. Really? Yes, we know about feet because we see them on animals on other planets. We see you. Because we don't have them, we think feet are or what you would say. What you say? Uh, sexy? Exciting. Okay, that's a thing. So, 
How to put this? I'm gathering that you have a lot of feelings about things where you're from? We have very deep feelings. Our planet runs on feelings. Emotions. Emotions power our machines. Please, go on. I am here to find a generator. This generator is a matrix that converts emotional states into electrical energy, specifically the feeling of loneliness. At peak functioning, generator creates a field radiating all wavelengths of electromagnetic spectrum. Back up, it runs on loneliness? Loneliness is one of the few self-perpetuating fuel sources in the universe. It's a perfect, unending loop. It's stable, sustainable, and never expires. The more energy expended towards dispelling loneliness, the stronger it becomes. Very few things do that. Where I come from, this is scientific canon. What? A long time ago, my people developed a method for converting the psychic wavelengths associated with emotional states. Anger, melancholy, like varying radioactive ores, each has their particular quality. Loneliness is considered the most stable and the most inexhaustible. By legend, the object we seek is the most efficient emo-electrical generator ever constructed. They say it could start a sun. So where is this lonely engine? Can't be sure. I detect traces of it in your memories, so I think you've encountered it. Or encountered someone who encountered it. I believe it's in this city, but I can't pinpoint it. Plus, there is a lot of sensory input. Oh, a tree. I've never seen a tree. So what do we do if we run into your ex? I'll handle that. He'll kill you. He'll kill me? I meant he won't. I'll be there. But don't try to engage him. He likes killing people. Likes killing people? And animals and plants. He just enjoys destroying things. My point is, hopefully we won't need him. If we do, I will handle it. <laughs> this is a depressing conversation. Okay. Want to climb that tree? We can do that? We slash I have feet. And a little tread left on these sneakers. Oh, I'm so excited to climb a tree. Okay, that, that is harder than it used to be. Your sun is setting. Yeah. It's a good sun. We like it. Do you have a ship? I have a ship. Can I see the ship? I'm not sure we should use it in atmosphere. The cloaking field is unreliable. It's an old ship. Well, I guess we'll take my car. Also an old car. Where will we go? Well, barring a more interesting idea, like, say, outer space, I'd say let's go home. What did he mean by something interesting? Maybe it was a drunk text. The last time I saw Sai, the awkward time after which we became previous friends, also involved Christina. We used to spend so much time together. What is this thing? This is a taxi cab. My car broke down. When do we get there? With normal traffic on the 10, about 20 minutes to three hours. It's really a bad time to get anywhere. But hey, we can watch the sunset. The sun, so bad. Traffic, so bad. All day like this. My soul is caged. 
Dat er hij wensen ze zijn, ik ken het look anywhere. It's right in my eyes. No else to go. I can't see. I hate the sun. I hate the fucking sun. I'm sorry, dude. I was just talking to myself. So am I, fucking sun. Why don't we swim? I would love to swim, but that's not how we get around in Los Angeles. And I'm questioning if you really are part of my psyche, because you don't seem to know a lot of shit. I'm here to impose my will. I don't even care. You really aren't from here, are you? You're an alien from another planet. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I've got a bad feeling about this. Where are we going? My time is precious. We used to work in a video store. I can't imagine it's still there. I thought... Never mind what I thought. I'm gonna text Roxanne. I hate you so much, you fucking son. Kill me now, just sit already. My car just sounds like it's dying when it's starting, but then it runs pretty smooth. Okay, that probably needs servicing. Is this how you get from place to place? Yeah, Los Angeles public transit is overmatched by sprawl. Seed and slow. Where are we going? West. Don't worry, we're almost to the end of the continent. We're in Los Angeles? Technically, we're leaving the San Gabriel Valley and entering Los Angeles, but yeah, from space, I guess it's all Los Angeles. Right now, we're going to Venice. It's actually my second time living over there. Traffic in and out is always terrible. I read about Venice. It's your city half underwater. You probably read about Venice, Italy. Venice, California has a part like that. The waterways, the, what do you call them, canals. It's by the Pacific Ocean. I want to see your ocean. This is all very fascinating. I'm glad you think so, because it's really just my shitty endless commute. But, um, let's revisit the, our arrangement. Can we, if we find this generator, then you don't want Todd to have it. If Todd finds it, he will do something terrible, I'm sure. What could one do with it? I'm so curious. It depends on the pure intensity of the emotional state, which we measure in units called... Yeah, I'm not going to remember that. Ah, but I wanted to teach you a word in our language. Anyway, at eight... Supposedly, the generator is like a minor solar event. Enough energy to power many ships and city ships. This energy can be directed by psychic command. A 12 hit fine manipulation of particles is possible. Electrical fields at the quantum level. At that level, the one using the generator could theoretically do anything. Like anything. Redesign the universe. I was afraid you were going to say something like that. This is if it exists. I only learned about it in school. Unfortunately for us, Todd is convinced it exists. He will wreck your whole planet looking for it. Well, he couldn't have picked a nicer day for it. Yeah, this drive is gonna take forever, so I'll just ask. Why did you pick me? I'm guessing it's not because of my vast earthly resources. I researched. In the population of Earth, you are average, medium height for adult male human. Asian phenotype. Reasonably good health, but not too good. Not rich, not poor. You read my dating profiles, huh? 
I've read everything your internet has about you. By regression analysis, you are a remarkably average man. That's nice to hear, honestly. In America, I tend to be considered below average. Except your nose. Your nose is atypical. Yeah, I know. Your nose is unusually large. Yeah, so you know that on Earth, the race phenotypes are taken very seriously. It's massively complicated. I don't want to call it a problem. It's actually one of the things that makes the human race beautiful. But more often than not, it ends up being a problem. Skin color, body shape, whether or not you have awesome hair. But cats do not have that problem. You have hundreds of types of cats who are all basically... cats. Is that not true? I guess cats aren't racist. Or furist, or whatever you'd call it. This isn't the part where you tell me cats are secretly in control of the planet, is it? I'm not going to tell you that, no. Do you have racism on your planet? Planets? We understand what it is to be categorized. Some people, like Todd, are elite from birth. Some people are considered lesser. There is bigotry. Like you said, the color of your skin, the shape of your eyes, the inherited traits of your lineage. It's not quite like here. We have hateful people in charge of social stratification. Yep. Todd is a person who hates all types of people unlike himself, but he likes the ones who are pretty. I am considered pretty. I am considered his. Ugh, sorry to hear that. It really sounds like a dick. Please explain dick. It's just what we call assholes. Oh, but please explain... Villains. That's what I mean. It doesn't literally have to do with anatomy. It's a convention of speech. Villain. Still, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Sai. Sai. Are you talking to yourself? I'm making an introvert joke. Oh, joke. Please explain. It's... Do you have humor on your planet? No. On our planet, humor is punishable by death. Just kidding. That was me making a joke. <laughs> of course we have humor. Humor is one of the six constant forces in the universe. It's just the translation is difficult. How was my joke? Good joke. This is me laughing at your joke on the inside. Cool. And then I got a text from Christina. I couldn't help but think we were all converging again. Roxanne, sorry to bug. I think I'm having a mental episode. Something very weird and different is happening. I wanted to tell you, you're still someone I trust. Fuck it, you're the only one I trust. Cilantro. Okay, that's not good. Cilantro was supposed to be our code word to text if anything really serious happened. She's never used it before. It's a joke until it's not. As part of the cilantro protocol, we chose a meetup spot that we could try to get to in case communication became impossible, in case all phone lines went down, in case of an electric magnetic pulse. All the things you can't plan for. The choice of the place seemed obvious at the time, but I haven't been there in three years. I gotta get down to LA tonight. As we crawled like a baby across LA rush hour traffic, I asked Dot about her journey to Earth. 
I was, at this point, about 88% convinced she was not an invention of my malfunctioning brain. She described it to me, but in a way that probably won't translate well into English. This is an attempt at a recreation of what she described. Red shifting constellations, slip knots of gravity, fingers touching my back as I push through nothingness, rising and falling. Space travelers like the art of riding waves. One, One ellipse after, after another. another. Jump into the wrong circle and you're launched towards the furthest nowhere. The destination is an ocean planet. Familiar colors. Local bacteria will be a problem. The seas are not ones we can swim in. The dominant species clusters on seven island land masses. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, two. So kick again as I reach the final bridge orbit. Midnight flight to Southern California. It's been a little while. Annika, how are you calling me on a plane? My phone's in airplane mode. Like I said, everything you know is gonna change. And that includes how cell phones work? Listen, Roxanne. I'm going to tell you something that only you can know. I should work in the White House. What did you say? Nothing. Just a note to self. Please, go on. Three is a magic number. That's it? That's what you want to tell me? Off the record. That's interesting, but still not as interesting as how you're calling me in the first place. You know that part in the Star Trek reboot where they figure out how to beam people onto a ship moving at warp speed? I mean, this call is as mystifying as that. I have to go. Oh, okay. Thanks for everything. Three is a magic number? Did she just learn that today? If I were any kind of mental professional, I'd assess that she has some kind of fixation on me, but that could also be my own narcissism disorder talking. Oh god, my life. And I have a paper to write. At this point, I should just title my thesis, I have no fucking idea what other people are thinking ever. P.S. Including Myself by Roxanne Theron, future non-graduate of graduate school, cilantro. I'm turning this thing off for a minute. The plane's about to land. Oh, this takes me back. Ladies and gentlemen, and hyper-intelligent cats, and invaders from outer space, if you're out there, this is your captain speaking. We are about to begin our descent into Los Angeles. HardKnockMediaMelancholyBall.com present Occupy Me, a science fictional podcast series. 